Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We're here to do a preview on the new male competitors for season 37 of the challenge. Tentative name. I think we do have a tentative name, right, Rob? Yeah, it's Spies, Lies, and Allies, which is very dumb. I don't think that will be the name when this thing airs because that is a long long title. Yeah, we we did a preview of the new women that will be on season 37 a couple of weeks ago. That's, I think, a Patreon only. So if you want to go listen to that, you can subscribe to our Patreon at thechallengechronicles.com. We'll also leave a link below. If you want to get the podcast version, it's $4. If you want to get the video version, it's $12. Um, we released an episode on the Duel 2. The last four episodes of the Duel 2 are kind of recap of um, older seasons. If you want to go listen to that, that's a Patreon episode. And then we plan to keep releasing more content throughout the off season as we continue to go. Um, I don't think we have anything else to plug. Uh, all right. Who do we want to start with, Rob? Uh, well, if we go off the same list we used last time, first up is Tommy Sheehan of Island of the Idols from Survivor. Uh, do we want to just actually oh. run through the names real quick? No, I mean, there's no point. <laughs> there really they're, is. They're all... Yeah, like, I mean, like, no one knows who these people are anyway. Like, it's not like we're I reading see, through I suppose. A, it's not like we're reading through a cast list of people that, like, we like we know who they are. And yeah, I think there's a, a couple other record. ones who are from American shows. And even, the, I feel like some of the British shows sometimes people stumble into. But, like, I don't know many people who are watching Warsaw Shore, unfortunately. I've never even heard of it. Uh, you, you will now. So, all right, with Tommy, I mean, um, I mean, Devin, you can probably take the lead on this one. I mean, I know Trace and I both kind of touched on Island of the Isles, but with a lot of the other stuff around that season, um, I didn't watch the whole thing of it. I tapped out four episodes in. It was so boring. So I did not see how he won his season of Survivor. And I don't find it uh, strange he was not invited for season 40 <laughs> based on well, the I mean, he could, he, they, they would have been like filming that right back to back. He wouldn't have been that, able to do that. Well, he did. He also didn't know that he won at that point. Yeah, you know, oh, that's yeah. true. That's like, true. So, I mean, he probably had a good read on it considering uh, the rest of the sure. Survivor game. But yeah. Who, who, who did he go against in the uh, final voting for that? It was, uh, it, was, it was Dean, that guy who dated Michelle for a little bit. And then uh, what was the girl's name? Uh, it was some. Know, it was somebody different. who got no votes. The, the female Philip is that? What was her name? Nora. Again? Nora. The yeah. Female Philip. Man, that's a rough. That's a rough one. Is I that, mean, that he's not wrong. I mean, she basically, from what I read, she played the game emotionally and was prone to outbursts. Okay, so but just someone who's emotionally prone to outbursts doesn't mean they're immediately Philip. Like that's that's the. No, I mean it's an, it's an it's an exaggeration, but she's on that yeah. spectrum for sure. Like nah, I mean, that's nah. like her. Like, that's who, like, her stereotypical comp would be, like, her, like, archetype. Um, well, so, I mean, I was so able to was, listen to, yeah, was, I was able to listen to a couple of interviews with him, so. He's definitely uh, a good winner um, throughout the, the course of the show's history. Um, he's definitely, like, someone that people thought was, like, worthy of being crowned the champion, even though that this was what I think most people consider the worst season in the show's history. Um, like, I think it's an easy argument for you to be able to make. Um, but yeah, all around, very good strategy. Um, as far as, like, his physical performance, it definitely seems like he's going to be able to hold up on the show. He's a pretty big guy. Um, gym teacher. Uh, he... Yeah, I don't know. I think he's going to be good. I think he'll be good on the show. How old? He's 28, so it's not like... He definitely is on Survivor. He came off as being... Um, older, a little bit more mature than his age, for sure. Um, I wouldn't have guessed that he was only 28. So, I mean, I think he'll be he'll be good to come on. I don't know if his personality, uh, because of what I just said, I guess, I don't know if his personality is as aligned with a lot of the personalities that are on the show. I think he'll probably uh, be in the background quite a bit. Um, I think he's going to be solid politically. Honestly, like I, I think he has a decent chance to go far in the game, as long yeah. as there isn't something that happens where survivor players are targeted um i think he's probably going to do well yeah well as a former million dollar winner i feel like he might get targeted just for that reason alone yeah, yeah I, mean, I do possible. know 
Yeah, he did an interview with Challenge Mania a while back, and I was honestly pretty impressed with him. He apparently is a very avid watcher of the show. He even played Fantasy Challenge. I don't know if it was my medium or if it was a different one, but he did play Fantasy the Challenge. So he's aware of it in that sense. Um, and he also mentioned how before he went on Survivor, he actually made it a point to like have his muscles kind of atrophy and get in worse shape so he wouldn't appear as much of a threat when he was on the beach and like cut his shirt off. Uh, so I think that if he, I would assume that's not going to be his game plan coming on to this show. You can't afford to do that on the challenge. <laughs> no. So he'll, he'll, I think he might could be back in pretty good shape. And then like I, I think I was just really impressed with his mentality and his approach to the show and how he thought about that. So I, I think just from like a grinder's perspective, he could do pretty well. And I know he and Michelle have a very good relationship, so maybe that's a bond that lasts for a little bit. Yeah, but they are also both million dollar Survivor winners, so that also yeah. Is I really do think the Survivor. I, I wonder if the CBS um, contingent kind of gets flipped on this season with all these international people, and then seeing how they were able to roll last time. If there's anybody who has kind of a backlash to that, I think there's too many of them at this point. Yeah, between who knows Big Brother and the uh, Survivor, how many? Um, CBS people are on the season. Are we counting Survivor Romania as Survivor? No. No. Just... Okay. Then it's, I mean, Tommy and Michelle are the only two... Or Michaela, that's right. So the three Survivor uh, America... Well, and Jay was on it initially. So, I mean, he's, it was... Yeah, but he's no longer on the cast, so... Um, Breaking quarantine. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I mean... So American Survivor, so we've got the two of them. Then we've got Josh and Fessy. Josh will definitely be clued into that. I know he and Michelle are pretty close. So when you, and then when Casey, you Google... That's, that's, I mean, that's it. That's only, that's only them. How many, how many did you say? Five. No, because it's Casey, Fessy, oh, six, Josh... Excuse me. Amber B. Oh, um, Amber B. Yeah, that's right. And then the, So that's seven right there. I mean, that's... It's pretty good, not actually. How many, how many people are on the cast in total? Um, it's 34. 34, so. we think, Sweet but it could be 32. Jesus. 34 people? There's, there's, a, the there's some fudgy had a lot of alternates. It's it's going to be difficult until yeah, they release the official cast list. I mean, there's obviously we could find out in the spoiler threads, but I ain't clicking it. I don't want to know. Dude, don't it's ridiculous. Know. Right now, when you, this is what I was going to mention just a couple of seconds ago. Right now, when you Google the challenge season 37 wiki, the first thing that comes up is a link to something with spoilers on it. Like the very first link. Is this going to be the, the most spoiled season ever? I mean, look, I, I, I haven't known, I don't know anything about anything with this. And I know something weird happened recently on site. And I know TJ, like, gave that spiel from Croatia. I don't know what it was. So I, I, haven't, I haven't had an issue with it. I think it's not, I think just pro tip don't be on Twitter, like, scrolling Twitter when during the Wild Seasons filming. It's not a good idea. You just need to mute Gamer Vev. And a couple other spoiler accounts. No, but accounts. even still, you'll, you, like the way that the Twitter algorithm works, plenty of people I know who were not intended to at all stumble into stuff. So I just I would say, no. go just be careful. Be definitely be very tread carefully if you're on Twitter or any other social media platform like that. Yeah. So anyway, I think the one thing that might help Tommy politically is from what I read, he threw a bunch of challenges to make himself yeah, appear too. like less of a threat. And that's smart sometimes in the challenge. If you can get the, if the numbers line up well for you, you can stave off elimination just by appearing mediocre for a while. All right. Next up, Rob. Uh, so next up we have um, Emmanuel Niagu from Survivor Romania. All right, 24, finished second place on Survivor Romania, professional dancer, and in this article it says he's possibly gay. That's all the information that we have on him, <laughs> or that I have on him. Yeah. The again, only... I'm reading this as off of, I'll give credit to this person again, um, and of course, we I forgot to put the link in the episode last time, mm-hmm. and most likely will again, but it, <laughs> there's a great Medium article by Nova uh, Robes. That's Nova Robes, right? Yeah, very, very good article. Very yeah. thorough. Um, yeah. I would and, recommend it if anyone else is looking for some information on these people. Yep. And keep in mind, uh, unlike the winner of Survivor Romania, or the other, there's another Survivor Romania cast member um, who's on the female side, and she came in like halfway through the game. This dude lasted all 132 days of oh, man, Survivor so Romania. Rough. So they this give dude, him some money, right? They better like, not. He better not be going home empty. So is the is the intensity 
for Survivor Romania on the same level that it is for American Survivor. Oh, yeah. From everything I can see, at least. Yeah, from what I can tell, it's harder because they don't give them, you know, they give them the same type of supplies they give the regular Survivor cast. Like, you basically get rice and you can win rewards and stuff, but you pretty much have to fend for yourself food-wise. And to me, that would be the hardest part of being gone 132 days because some of those cast members on the regular Survivor show they don't look good physically at the end of 40 days. So I can't imagine what you're like 132. There's just no way. There's just no way it's on the same level. Like they have to be getting more food and stuff. There's no way. Dude, they're like, dude, if they continued on that trajectory, so they're like not doing good after 40 days on American Survivor. Now you're going to triple that. There's just no way. Well, I mean, like they'd be on, what, they'd be on what, Devin. What were the like, you know, cavemen and you know uh, uh, Neanderthals up to? Like, so you you figure it out. Yeah, but they were like like naturally invo- evolved in environments where there was food around for them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that they, they like. I'm sure they helped them out with food a little bit. They were giving them some extra sure. rice, and maybe they give them yeah. some like extra chickens yeah. and stuff. But and like, yeah, well, having... the, the big thing here is, and this is a big switch. Okay they will have four to five reward challenges before yeah. they do an elimination. So like they do, if, if well, you're how many days does that take up? Uh, oh, five. They're doing five, they're doing five yes. reward challenges. Before they will they do have, four, uh, well, they will do four think, to five David, Think days. about it. They need to stretch this out. They have a hundred, they need to cover 130 days of content. We can't be eliminating people that, left and right. I mean, there's seven, the there's 75 episodes of the show. Like they getting those rewards. Food, food, shelter, yeah. days away, stuff like that. But essentially, but I mean, they have a lot of evacuations. Like a lot of people, yeah, they do. Like fall down on this show, and they I just wonder, throw somebody else on in their place. I wonder if you look at the evacuations, right? So, like evacuations per day. I wonder if that's proportional to what American Survivor is. You I know think what I mean? It's more probably. By a significant. I don't argument. know. There's some seasons of Survivor where people are just like going home, like right and left. Yeah, but like, um, how, what's the most people have gone home in a season of American Survivor? Like four? Has it even been that many? It was the Boston Rob winning, no, not the Boston Rob, the Marty season. No, Cal Wrong probably has the most, right? The Marty season uh, is the one that like four Nicaragua. people quit. Well, Nicaragua one people tribe. are quitting. I don't count that as being evacuated. Uh well, I mean, are they counting that? In that in that list, are yeah, I mean, there those? are people that just quit here, and then there are some. How I many like, true evacuations do they have? Does it say? Yes. Okay. Let's see here. One medical evacuation, two medical evacuations, three. So three medical evacs. One person was ejected for losing their temper and headbutting another survivor during a challenge, <laughs> and two people elected to quit the game. Okay, so it's it's not even so co wrong in a third of the time has as many medical evacuations as uh, is that show. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think like I've seen from the what I have seen of the show, which is granted is not much, and it's all in whatever language of the the show I'm watching. It seems like these international stars are they're certainly not like and uh, what 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 do you want me to do? No, it's bullshit. They're having. The, Trace just said they have five reward challenges for like every. Well, like how, they over have. how many days though? They're they're eliminating one people like every week and a half. Trace, Trace basically. Said that, yeah, Trace said that they're doing like an episode a day, right? They're just like yeah, much it's like, like Big Brother over here. Yeah, they do it in real time, and essentially they just they film a day and then it airs like the next day. So it's they a do a reward idea. challenge. They do I stuff. Mean, kind of off it goes. You know what I mean? No one is that it's in Romanian Survivor, I guess. I know. That's what I mean. You're getting like the raw cut. You know what I mean? Like you have you have like a pretty fucking good idea of what's going on. Yeah. We should do but, this. I mean, Dude, if we, there you go. If we knew Romanian, I would say we should do like a talk show for this. You know what I mean? Oh, just like get on like once a day and talk 20 minutes. <laughs> just just do, well, we do, we just do the play by play. We just it's basically like live fees at that point. Yeah. Um, dude, it's like I started to I need to like pick it back up again, but I started to watch uh, the that second season of Australian Survivor of the reboot. I didn't know you really knew Dutch. Good. Say it again. <laughs> I didn't know you knew fluently. Dutch fluently. Um, Fluent in Dutch. It was really good, except that I like saw who the winner was, and I got a little bit uh, less. Just from the editor, what? No, I like saw wow. it when I was just like looking stuff up. 
Um, so that was unfortunate. But all right, next person. Okay, next. Uh, we I feel like we barely talked about this guy actually, but there. I mean, there, there wasn't a lot. Uh, he did have one a, video. So he did have that. Did you see that one video he was in that was real weird? Called darkness. I didn't look at it. No. No, there was this weird this video called Darkness where he's like the star of like some really artsy film. It seems like it was. It, I guess it's worth watching for four seconds just to see what it is. Uh, next up, we have Ed Eason, who was from the first season of The Circle U.S. Um, so I mean, for notable things with him, so he was the only person who played the game when like a partnership, he and his mom were a pair. And so for how the circle works, it's like, it's on Netflix. First of all, people. yeah, it's on Netflix. And it's like if Twitter was a game show, basically where you were trying to pretend to be, you you don't, most people actually in the first season didn't, uh, use an alias, but you can attempt to pretend to be somebody else. And try to get enough of a following, like amongst your fellow cast members, to continue on in the game. Do you, oh, also, so, so he was also the, so the circle's its own thing. You can check that out again. He played with his mom. That's the one little notable thing about him. He's also the guitarist for Carrie Underwood, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've actually and, seen them him play live and didn't realize oh, it because I that. saw Should've Carrie Underwood a while back. Asked for an interview. Yeah. Well, I don't know him. I just saw him at a concert. Like, yeah, well, you know, hold right. up a banner or something. Say, you know, for everyone make... that's for everyone that's not watching the video, you, you can't see the uh, huge Carrie Underwood posters in the background <laughs> of uh, Tracy's picture. <laughs> um, I might not have posters, but I have a few uh, vinyl records of hers over there. There so you go. Don't, don't laugh too hard. What, what do you think if you're in a band and the lead vocalist names the entire band after them, even if you're like in the band? I think it's well. Carrie Underwood's not a band; she's like a solo artist, and she just hires or her management hires a band for her. I suppose, but he's been said he's been touring with her since she started. No, that's not possible. That's what he said. See her, like people are there to see Carrie Underwood. He's twenty-four. Oh, he's twenty-four. Yeah, Yeah, maybe Carrie Underwood has been touring since since he started. I apologize. Maybe since he started, I misheard what he said. That was another thing that I was going to bring up. There are a lot of like significantly younger men on this uh, season for the new people compared to uh, last year. Past even. Because yeah, uh, the really seasons like, in general. That's it's a it's weird. Uh, it's a weird thing they've gone back to. I wonder why they did that. Not Probably because last drama people the, weren't giving them enough drama. Yeah, not enough <laughs> drama with the old people. I actually got into a thing on Reddit with somebody about this today. They said I was crazy. I was like, look. The reason the show doesn't have as many hookups anymore is when you bring people on in their late 30s. If they're not married, yeah. they're usually in committed relationships. And if they are going to cheat with someone in the challenge house, they're going to be very careful and discreet about it. So when you're in your 20s and you have unlimited alcohol, you're going to booze it up and have sex. That's just what happens. <laughs> so that's why. <laughs> Maybe they're listening right. to us. They've heard us say that the challenge isn't as fun as it used yeah. to be. I mean, Maybe they're I, I listening. It's hard with a lot of these guys. It's hard because I don't. They're, they don't have as much of an athletic background as I kind of was expecting. To be honest, like they all seem like they're in pretty good shape for the most part. But it's not like they all oh, played college sports or there's mm-hmm. one or two that have that. But it's not as prevalent as even with the women's side, which I thought was interesting. But he seems like he's in decent enough shape, and yeah, you know who knows if if you come in with the right fitness and the right mentality, anything can turn out your way. Okay, yeah. so next up, um, if you took, hold on, real quick, I, I have a thought experiment. So if you took like, I'm trying to think of someone good to use for this, if you took, all right, I have, I have a good one. So if you took Gronk, right, and you like Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, and you like did like face off with Nicolas Cage with him, and like put a different face on him, uh-huh. and put him on the show. Maybe Gronk's the wrong person. I'm trying to think of someone Gronk good. now like, or Gronk like Pete Gronk. Pete Gronk. I, I, Pete, like we should pick Pete a different Rob person. Gronkowski. So like if we took Russell Westbrook, if we did Russell Westbrook, okay, that's a good one. And we did face off with him, and we put him on the show. How do you think he would do? I think he'd be pretty good. I think. Like, he's do you got... think he'd be immediately like one of the best people? I don't know because height often works against you on the challenge. Because oh, of some I don't know about that, I, yeah. I would I would much prefer to be tall and short. Yeah, like you'd rather be Theo than Hunter. Like I don't know. Like what? Like at, at what point in time did Theo's height work against him? Yeah, that's a fair point. 
I mean, it, I guess in a partner season, sometimes it could if there's like a weird thing where you're just way, you're just too much taller than your partner. But I think that's kind of anomaly. Like, I don't think it happens even, very often. Even in, even in partner type situations, because we just got done with Duel 2. And if anyone that wants to listen to that, go subscribe to us on Patreon, challengechronicles.com. Uh, we just got done with Duel 2, and Brittany was essentially Landon's partner for the whole season. And Brittany is significantly taller than Landon. And they were pretty much the best pair in the house, or one of the best pairs. Um, but I do, I, I do admit know that was shocking things. when we but got. So the I, new, like I think there's a, there are a couple of times when it does go against, like yes. in double agents this past season, like when they had the um, yes with non carrying the thing on their shoulder. Most of the pairs who ended up doing well were like Jay and Teresa or Corey and Ashley, who are relatively similar height. So they, they can, but I would definitely overall prefer to be tall and short. Yeah. So Rob, did you see uh, what Greg said, or he had on? He was able to find on the heights. If it was on Discord, probably not. I tried. Yeah, to we're, we're talking if Rob saw something on Discord. <laughs> I think I put it in our chat too. So Brittany is five eleven, yeah, and did. Rachel is five seven. Okay, Which so I don't know anything. Me. Like I just was that, like, Brittany really? was that much taller than Rachel. Like it just didn't seem that way. But I yeah, didn't see them standing really next to each other that often. One thing I did in my Google fooing, I found like Brittany's professional model agency that she's a part of. Like she's still like apparently a really active professional model. So it's like, well, no wonder she hasn't been back on the challenge. She's got like a legit modeling career. So yeah, that was something that I was, we would have brought up or I would have brought up yesterday. She's definitely one of the people that was out of out of in the power rankings of people that have been on the show and uh, I would want to have been on the show more, she's probably high up there. Um, Agreed. For a bunch of different Her and reasons. Cook are the two that really come to mind for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder if there are more women in that category than there are men. It seems like there's. A, I would definitely say the the amount of seasons the average woman does on the show is less than the average ma- male. I don't quite know why that's always been. No, I would definitely bet if you went back. Really, that, that would be the case. Yeah, even think about something like Kellyanne, who only does four seasons. Yeah, I mean, four seasons. Like, wait, I don't. Get but then you have Paula, who did like nine. So I mean, you know. Maybe, are, maybe I'm speaking somewhat out of turn, spectrum. but I do yeah. think that on if you look back on average, the average male competitor has like the amount of seasons they're on is more so than the average female. I don't know if that's because the woman just decided not to do the show anymore, or it's how they cast. I, I don't know. If that's the case, and I don't think it's worth it to discuss it that much. Yeah, definitely not. Especially so on to run the numbers. Yeah. So I, I th- okay. So we'll move on to the next one here. So next up is Mark Byron. He got eighth place on the 15th uh, season of Big Brother UK. Um, I could not find a whole lot about this dude. So he he seemed like he, well, so I was, actually did find a little bit about him. He had a his was bio he, was relatively extensive. Was he, was he actually on the season? Big yeah. Are you sure? Because on the Big one that I'm looking at, it it says he's an unused. On the one that I'm looking at, it says he's an unused alternate. Did he end up coming in? Oh, you're saying for this upcoming season? Yeah. Yeah, he's not he on my list. Really, I thought he was going to come in. He was an right. alternate. I don't think he actually made the cast. Well, I, I well, I get my sources maybe have misled me at that point. Then, all right, cross him off the list, Rob. I had a lot of stuff on him. I'm disappointed now. I spent like 15 minutes on him. Oh. I actually had some good good info from him. All right, well, what can you do? Um, He's up next. Next up, we have Kaliki Geek. Tells is all how he goes by Kells Deek. Uh, he mm-hmm. won. The show too hard to handle. I say one in parentheses because only four people on the show didn't win out of a cast of like twenty. So whatever. And they um, all only were sharing a hundred thousand dollars. Like it was and they lost money throughout much. the show. Like through infractions, they lost money. Yeah, like it, it, it's like why would you do this show? <laughs> so it seems like they were kind of misled about the concept of the show and like their promos and stuff because the whole point of the show is you're like not supposed to interact with each other. You're not supposed very, to hook up with each other. <laughs> seems like a very weird dynamic. Like, because, like, what if everybody's like, all right, fine, and doesn't, and then what's your show? I don't know. I'd have That's to go back a and look at it. idea for a show, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd have a to go little, back and look at it more intently because I can't. I did a very cursory glance and I was immediately like, See, this I is thought, a stupid idea. I think idea. he's actually got a pretty. I think out of all of the guys that are coming off of these rookies, he would be the one that I think has the best profile. So he plays for the London Warriors, which is an American football team in London. 
Um, I mean, it doesn't seem like that they're like recruiting or anything. Like it doesn't seem like it's a very high bar to get in. But he clearly is in very good shape. He's six foot six, plays receiver, like really good athlete, seemingly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, you never know about the mental part of things, but everything got, he checks pretty much every other box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so. intrigued. That's about all I got. Yeah, so, I mean, six foot six and plays American football and is still like clearly in very good shape. And, and also like, still in his twenties, so yeah, that's still young again too. another younger guy. Yeah, so I, I, I think he'll he'll be very good, but I don't have a lot else on him besides I think he'll be pretty good. Next up, uh, next up we have Jeremiah White from Love Island, U.S. The second season, um, he was the what third eliminated on the season. Unfortunately for him, um, he's a sales associate from Mississippi, and he is very proudly Southern in all of his biography stuff. Uh, and, I mean, he's another guy who he seems like he's in pretty solid shape. But with only the three episodes he was on Love Island, it's kind of hard to say how he'll do. I mean, he seems he's like also, a very nice guy, very sociable, very outgoing. So he, Yeah, I, I mean, his Instagram is mostly just him posing shirtless. Uh, or in shocker as first a new you know, guy on the channel, or he's like in be. really fancy modeling clothes. So I think he's really gotten into modeling since, uh, or trying to be into modeling since that happened. But he I've does been, have been, a tat- trying to get into the modeling before it happened too. With how these yeah, he's work. apparently a part of uh, FOMO models as well as DT model management. But then he um. also has an agent. Uh, apparently, he's part of the Debonair Management Group. He's also one of the youngest people to be on the show in a while. Um, Yeah, he was born in 92. So he's just barely under 30 at this point. No, that's um, not that young. No, for for Jeremiah White, I have that he's 22 years old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the wrong way. I'm looking at Logan. My bad. He's 22. You're right. I'm sorry. It's surprising how few competitors there have been that are actually younger than me on the show. There's yeah. like two. Yeah. I wonder when the last time uh, someone was on the show that was younger than him. Um, Liv was very young last wild. season. Liv was very young last season. I think she was. I think she was younger than me. Around that age. Yeah, she's like 22. Yeah. So, but um, I did some digging on his management group just to see, like, is this thing legit? And they are like a. This tells me again. There are agents in play for all of these people. He His management company is a full-service talent agency that provides elite talent booking, agency, career management, and brand management services to talents in all areas of entertainment and media. So they uh, their core objective is booking for performances, appearances, reality television, music publishing, films, and uh, television casting. So this dude is definitely a product of his agent to get on these shows. So I'm just <laughs> making my case. I am making my case. Devin is just the all-time skeptic here. He he needs like very very concrete no, proof. No, like, I just don't Devin. buy it. Like I don't buy that. Like there is like someone for like this guy or this this guy might not be a, it might be a bad example because this guy seems like he is like legitimately a model, right? But like for like. The vast majority of these people, there is not someone that is like banging on doors for them and like on the phone being like, "Hey, I'm not in the camp that it's like that necessarily." But I, I do think that to get on the show, there's a level of connections that typically have to be had. No. Like okay, I, well, how, I, how are these people ending up Warsaw Shore? Where, where, are they, where are they pulling them from? Like, here's my question, okay? And Devin, this is me being dead serious, all right? Who from Buna Murray is watching Survivor Romania and picking well, off? How do they stumble into these people? Then? There could be like, like what I had talked about. There could be like some company that like has like a photo book of these people, and they're like, "Hey, like, send, and Buna Murray calls and be like, "Hey, send me some people, like, send me a reel of like all these people," and they just like go through them and like watch a bunch of footage on them. You know I, mean, I, mean? I don't think that's or, that dissimilar than what we're talking. I think that just, you have to have some level of connections to be on the show. That's yeah, that's part of it. No, like what Trace is talking about is completely different. Where like agents are calling up Bunum and Murray and like negotiating deals for them. Like I don't think that's going on at all. I mean, I'm sure that's that what, like that's I'm, what, sure, that's I'm, I'm, I'm sure every type of situation happens. I'm sure that there's not like to say that it's just one ubiquitous way of how they get cast members. Yeah. I think that's very false. I think um, that every situation is different. I, I, I will say this. 
there's only one cast member that I have confirmed, and I have a, con- a confirmation on this. Bear had an agent that helped get yeah, him on the I challenge and negotiate his contract. He's like one of the yeah, like of course, like he's one was like one of the biggest like reality stars in the UK. Of course, he does. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's not like a good example for this though. Like we're talking but about how so like, like how well what do you, so you think that like I don't think that what we're talking about is that dissimilar to be honest. At least you and not what you and I are talking about. Maybe no, Tracy I, I agree. Right, but, like I think you and we even talked about this last time. But you the and two I are of you are closer than I am on this. I think that maybe I think more of these newer cast members legitimately have like an agent and this agent is actively shopping them for any reality show in any country and anyone who will bite because the guy that we were talking about a few minutes ago from survivor Romania, he's apparently like a TV and like art film star in Romania. So he has an agent and he's trying to get exposure. And so someone is shopping some of expect, I wouldn't have said this prior to double agents, but it feels like from double agents on now, all these new cast members, it seems like they have an agent. Now, a couple seasons ago, I wouldn't have said that. But I think we are at a place where that's I don't, what's I, I don't think what you two are talking about is that dissimilar, to be honest. I would be uh, like... Just, I think because we're, we're all three saying that there's some type of agency these people are signed with. Because you're saying that know. it's no, like a portfolio... I- I wouldn't even be surprised, though, for a lot of these people, if Dina Murray has someone in casting that they're just like combing through stuff, looking at different seasons, like oh, trying to find I, people. I, I, I mean, like to a degree, but even then, but like, but all these people that end up on the show aren't like just you know average jabronis for the most part. Most of them are people who have some type of modeling background. Uh, just the international, yeah. definitely, definitely, and especially like that. from the female side, from the Ugandan female cast members that seem to have like a huge. Nigerian, well, no, like, see, I don't, I don't even put Nigerian them in the modeling category as much. I said they Uganda, definitely have Nigerian. Um, <laughs> Sorry, but they definitely have. Um, they definitely have like more of like a prominent media presence than some of the other people do. I wouldn't put them in the modeling camp. Though. A lot of these guys coming from internationally have some have a modeling background. That's a consistency. Wait, like we looked at the girl from last week who had, or, or from a couple of weeks ago, who's new on this season, and looked at her Instagram, and her Instagram was like, a, like the contact email was like a personal email that went to her. Well, so I didn't say all of them. I said the large majority of them at this point. I think that every, I think I'm sure every type of situation happens. Yeah, like I do. Like I, I would bet that there are, there is definitely someone at Buna Murray whose job it is is just to scout potential reality talent. And they probably... I mean, that, that's just crazy. So, like, what do, you, what do you think? They assigned them a country like they're, like, a European soccer scout and, like, all right, go here. And then they're Well, like, it depends, no, though, because Dunaman no, Murray not. doesn't just well, then what are we thinking? the challenge. Like, they have so many... If you go to Dunaman Murray's website, oh, have you lot, see sure. the plethora of reality shows but they're I, on. Like, you get... Rob, you get two people that you each pay like $60,000 a year and they just watch a bunch of reality TV. And if they like dig something up, great. You know what I mean? It costs like no money. But you don't, but so then how do they know what to watch? Because they're not just watching American TV, obviously. Yeah, they're just. That's why they have contacts. Like, hey, model agency X. Yeah, like model agency X. Do you have to I think it's a little more calculated than that. I still All think right. that my point well, that I, I mean, get to... Like, the way these are being casted, like there's like one or two from each of these countries that aren't America or Britain, and it's from specific shows. Like there's clearly some type of methodology that's going on into this. They're not just throwing a bunch of names into a like, all right, here's who we like, you know, move around the pictures as you see fit. That's not what's happening. They probably give them like a list of people that they're, they're like, this or good, or they probably tell them, hey, like we want to get people from like a wide range of company- countries. You know what I mean? There's some direction involved. Like, yeah. these people are, like, self-sufficient. They can figure this shit out. If it's your uh, job, I'd hope so. <laughs> well, I mean, who knows? Who, who, I mean, yeah, who knows? All right. Um, so, next up, so we have uh, Gabor Siasbo from Warsaw Shore. This one was one of the harder people to find anything It's on. basically the Polish version of the UK's Geordie Shore. <laughs> Which is also the uh, UK version of the American Jersey Shore. So, you know, similar things. There you happen. go. It seems like they don't carry the cast over as much as the original Jersey Shore did. Like it seems like there's a lot more fluidity there. Yeah. And um it's not as it seems like they rotate in and out. Like it yeah. seems like some people come in for three or four seasons, take a break, come back, but then there's Jacob who has been on almost 
every season. Yeah, and he's Hungarian, not Polish, to, to yeah. be clear. Um, I mean, again, he he was like, if somebody's willing to watch, if somebody knows Polish and is willing to hop on a, yeah. a Microsoft Teams meeting with me, and we we can come through some footage here. I'll happily do it. Yeah. But uh, outside of that, it was pretty hard. Like all, all the websites I found stuff on him were in Polish, and the Google yeah. Translate for it was not very good. And the only thing that I can tell you about this guy is a bunch of these people are on multiple seasons. He did exactly one. He did season one of Warsaw Shore. No. He was on 12 and 13. He was on 12 and 13. Which one are we talking about? Gabo? Yeah. I only see him. Oh. Okay. He's in every season then. (laughs) Yeah. This Wikipedia chart is confusing. That's Wrong. my bad. Trace, I'm just, sorry. Just look at the look at the link that I'm going to send you right now. I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I, I think yeah. I mean, it's pretty clear to me. I like a lot of the cast does rotate, but he's one of the ones who does. Oh, whoa! Yeah. Look at what happened with Zencaster. They finally fixed that bug. Hey, that's bug. good to see. Oh, the link bug. Oh, wow! This yeah. is a new world. All right, this Nobody is a new world. There you go, Zencaster. Okay, now that I see that, I feel really stupid. This just tells you how. <laughs> hard some of this research can be so i should have hit the cheat button <laughs> uh, yeah um again like he's got reality tv experience he's in decent shape i mean we'll see how it goes i'm really curious like what's the like the speaking gonna be like on this season do you think there's gonna be a lot of like language barrier issues on the i mean yeah, no I more than more of the world's one most of these people say they no, speak but like more of the world's one there was jp and turbo and they spoke both spoke very good english like it was that was not an issue at all for these people, there's so many different countries involved. Under the, the notable facts on this guy, it says uh, he's done gay cam shows before under the name something else, but also likes women. Um, and it the person says, quote, I'm sensing he's gay for pay, not buy. <laughs> that's what it says in the article. Yeah. And, and hit, one of his quotes from the show is, it's pumped Gabo in the house, bro. So in right. English, next one. Let's get done with this one. Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, so we got Corey Lay from Twelve Dates of Christmas. Um, he actually, <sighs> so he had an article written about his experience on the show, and he's he's at least so he at least can like write and is fluent that way. Like he just seems he seems a little bit. You know, he's got. He some, has like uh, a legit career. Like that. Yeah, was he's the a, one he's thing a game developer. Out. Um, in the Pacific Northwest, so he seems like he's got a good background. Like he's a, seems like a bright dude. Again, did a lot of workout pictures, so in good shape. Um, no college athletic background to speak of, though. It is really weird to me how there was a lack of – because usually, like, college athletes is, like, half of what they're recruiting for these things. Mm-hmm. This is really, so, like, professional reality show people this season. Like, it's very much yeah. a – I wonder if we'll be able to notice the difference, really. <sighs> Who knows? It just depends on what these people come on and do. You know, like – if well, you I'm have curious a, what the mentality for a lot of people are going to be. Are they going to try to come on and win, or are they going to come come on and try to be a star? Because those often work in uh, opposition. I mean, you said you think they're recruiting mostly college athletes. Like, how many people on of new people on double agents were college athletes? Um, I mean, there was definitely a time where not on double agents, but like for the real world and the road rules, like all the guys who end up on the challenge were college athletes. Like the Corey Hunter Nelson, like all those people, like all, all the people that would end what up did, on those shows. What was Nelson a college athlete in? Uh, what did he play? Did he play? He didn't play football. I forget. I don't know. I don't. I don't look. I want to look. Get distracted and look it up now. I know Hunter played college baseball. and Was very good. Um, Corey was football. So like, there was a time where most people who would go, well, not most, but like a good portion of people who would go on Real World or Are You the One would end up coming on to the main show and had a college athletics background. That doesn't seem to be the case anymore. And I mean, they're recruiting all these international people, so maybe it's a different story over there. There's not as many sports. I don't think so. I don't. I think that's a bit overstating it. Like, I don't. I, there were definitely some people that they brought on that were college athletes, but I think a large percentage were not. Um, like, I think, I think, I think this is pretty much like about the same as what they've been doing lately, as far as college. I mean, we've players. got like one basically this time, from what I've seen. How many did we have last season? Um, did we have any of the new people? Yeah, well, we had not have any new guys. We had Nam, uh, Joseph Allen, Leo. Michi. Michi, and then that was it, right? It's just a four. So we had, we had no college athletes on last Out of season. four people. And I Joseph. did not play some type of college sport. I don't know. It was in Ultimate Beastmaster on Netflix. 
But I mean, how many new people do we typically have on per season? For like um, each gender, what like four each? So that's about right. Well, I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and run the numbers on that. But I'm speaking more from like the people who they're bringing on from real world and are you the one? We're often like had a college athletics background. It's not, and I that's disagree. not. This is not a word. This is not a word. This is just going to end up with us disagreeing about the con- what the concept of often means. So we we don't need to go on this tangent. But well, often means more than fifty percent. Oh, I see. I I disagree with that significantly. Right. But Who's again, next? like okay, so um, Huey Mowen, he's from Big Brother uh, UK. He also did Dancing with the Stars. He seems very small compared to the rest of these guys. He's definitely by far the one who has at least uh, like athletic profile to speak of. He feels like the guy that is the Michi of this season. I even think that's harsh on Michi. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> using a comparison. It's not literal, but he just feels like the the easy pickings for an elimination if you want to get – if you got to go in. He's your layup. Yeah. He might stick around a while as a layup unless he's he just reminds me of Jay, honestly. I don't think these guys are going to have a prayer this season. Like, I think, like, this is going to be, like... What does wait, it matter? Wait. Like, what happens if he's in Hellbrawl against Kells? You know, yeah, like, I mean, he, like, I don't, like... I think there are some of these guys that are, are going to do well. Like, I think there's some outliers, right? So, like, I think Kells, maybe... What was that other guy that we talked about right after Kells? Jeremiah White. Oh, Jeremiah. I, don't, I think. Um, that, I, no, I, I, think, I guess there's some people. There's some people. Yeah. So um, I think he, he's there's... actually an outlier the other way, where I think he, he could really have a, a struggle compared to some of these other rookie guys. Because even like the returners, like I mean, who, who's like the weakest athlete? Like Josh or Devin? They're at least big. Devin. Devin's yeah. probably the weakest athlete, and he'll even Weak, admit it. <laughs> weaker than Josh. Josh he's thinks he's awesome, though. That's the problem. Well, whether he thinks he's awesome or not, I think his actual athletic capabilities are pretty low. Yeah. Well, CT calls him the goof for a reason. So, <laughs> um, yeah, got I, I don't know. I really, don't, I really do not see much with. Well, we'll see what happens. Maybe he, I'm sure he has some hitch for why he's on the show. He seems like he's at least for the cameras very much. They needed a got, warm body, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, right. he's got. He's definitely got like a very like. He's like out and about. He seems like he's very eccentric. At least you know, maybe he'll bring some laughs while he's on the show. Maybe. Uh, next, so next up, we've got Logan Sampdero. He was the runner-up on Survivor Spain. Um, he's also voted Mr. Global Spain. It was a modeling competition in Spain. Yep. This dude's apparently like a very successful model over there. Um, and mm-hmm. then much like Survivor Mania, their their schedule is not nearly as grueling, but it's still worse than the American version. His season lasted for 92 days in Honduras. That's, that's rough. Yeah. I wonder why they were in Honduras. Um, it's a great question. Uh, I actually know. The they thing were is, they're Cayos, all like... They were so in were Cayos, Cochinos. Yeah, there were three that were not in Honduras, and then every other season has been in Honduras, seemingly, for a survivor. Yeah. Uh, for Spain. Um, Spain, yeah. So but Yeah, Cayos, Cochinos, Honduras is where they were. He suffered, so they, from, they, he suffered an accident with a drone that almost left him with one eye. And that's why they're different colors. Mm, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But, Mr. Uh, yeah, Global no, he, Espana, 2017. Yep. And he was, like Rob said, runner up. And then, um, you know, he, he seemed to do really well, but I can't tell how he lost. Like, that's the one thing I can't do because I know enough Spanish to be dangerous, but not enough to actually read a recap and make sense of it. Well, I th- most of the international survivors in Survivor Spain fall into this. It's like the public votes in the font finale, which is how Turbo wins all the time. Like, they, the yeah. people vote. Yeah, I don't know about that. But, so uh, he, yeah. He, 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 it was a pretty close vote, but yeah, he lost in the public vote. Yep. So, so there you go. Well, we, we, we have one, one more, don't we? Yeah, we have one uh, more. Yeah, I don't have notes on this person, so <laughs> we'll, we'll just wait. Um, we have Renan Hellemans. Um, he is from X on the Beach, Double Dutch, which, shockingly enough, was filmed in the Netherlands. Um, so he's a sex counselor, which I think could come in handy. Maybe he can take on that West role that he had negotiating the Georgia Hunter dynamic from World of World One. Um. But I mean, he's yeah. It says he's a TV personality. He's also a very prominent Twitch streamer. 
apparently in Dutch though. So you know, I tried watching a clip of one of his streams and don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> it's another one of the. It's, it seems like we've got a lot of the same profile. I, was, I was, honestly like we, now that they're at the end. I was kind of disappointed with the men in comparison to the women. Like a lot of the women seemed really accomplished in what they had done. Like a lot of philanthropic organizations. Like unique backgrounds, easy to find information on them. Firstly, with the men, I thought I found it a much more difficult task overall. I mean, maybe they'll surprise me. Who knows? But yeah, I said he's kind of the same story as everybody else. He's got a he got a good athletic profile, um, and outside of being a sex counselor, not much else to speak of. I'm definitely more excited for the female rookies than the male rookies. Yeah. There's only like one or two people on the male side that intrigue me. On the female side, I have like six of them that I'm like, okay, this could be interesting, but this male rookie cast is not awesome. I mean, look, it's definitely an open question where maybe we just don't know anything about them. They come on and they're great. Like, you know, who knows? Maybe something like that happens. Anything, like, I, I, I'm having to go into this season with a very open mind about this cast because what little we could dig up doesn't really help us in some cases. So. It's one of those things where I'm just going to see what happens. You know what I mean? I Looking at this cast of people, and again, I've not seen any spoilers. I don't want to see any spoilers. So I am merely speculating. My speculation is that this rookie male class is just going to get completely massacred by whatever vet cast is there. Like, it I just like there don't... could be some solid ones. There but might I don't be think they're decent two. athletes. I want, but and also there's, there's enough animosity between the veterans where they're not going to be a cogent unit on the male side at least. Well, I think they might. Well, at least parts of them will be. I, I, I because doubt that. you think here's C- the C- thing: Corey and Devin are all going to be aligned like politically. I, I have a very hard time seeing that. Well, I mean, if if there's no, if there's no skulls, which we, I, per, yeah, okay. I've already hit spoilers. Sorry, everybody. The only thing I have found out is the skulls we, are We gone. can say from the – because format usually we're fine talking about. From what, what we know, yeah, it appears okay. there's no skulls. From what I know, the skulls are not in play. So if I'm a vet – Thank God. I would, you, I need the champagne. To, you need to save a couple rookie layups and then let the rookies be the sacrificial lambs like it has been traditionally and let them go I don't go even think there's that many layups, though. Like, they're all in decent shape outside of Huey. We need to. And that's why you keep him around. <laughs> yeah. We need to get someone from casting on and be like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? Like, what are you like? What like what's the like what's your goal here? Let's like evaluate." The I well, I think with this one, there's a relatively clear goal. They're going for a different like flavor with the international mixing in, and they're why, trying to reach the goal? audiences. Why? Why is but, that the goal? It's a lot more audience. Well, She's that's actually, what they're they don't even hold on. No, hold on. They don't even air this in those places though. But they want are they to. Not, are they still not going to? No, we just ta- we've talked about this before, right? About yeah. like the, all the different places that they've like actually air the show, and it's like it's nothing, pretty much. I I I think what is going to happen is Paramount Plus is eventually going to be available in a bunch of these countries, and in order to entice people to sign up, they want these reality stars in these different countries on the show. That's my guess. Yeah, I think it, I look I, again. We haven't talked to somebody from casting, so we don't know. I think that I think that's a very logical conclusion. Though, and I also think I'm not counting out that maybe having this mix of international and Americans could be interesting. Maybe they just have all different approaches to the show, and seeing that play out is interesting. I don't. I don't disagree with you on that. I think it will be interesting, but it yeah. is an it is an interesting choice to go this route, unless there is a reason behind it. In my opinion, there's just too many. Well, there's definitely there's a just, reason behind it. If there's not like a, a unifying reason behind it, I would be surprised. Like, I, yeah. I think that I think that they probably are trying to reach a few of these markets, see who works and who doesn't, and then yeah. also I, 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 I really is, do think that it could be an interesting outlook. For how this is what I think. I think they they're struggling to get people to, to come on the show that are good characters for a variety of reasons, and so at that point they need to get new people on. They don't have a feeder system, so they go to all these other shows, and they're cheap. And I think that's like well, what's, cheap is also probably a significant factor. Cheap compared like I, to how much audience they have. Like I think that's like the easiest explanation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's most likely. I think the struggling the, to, the struggling to get on the show. I would be. I think it's a it's an off and on like who you're talking about. I mean, you, you even said that yourself the last couple of seasons that a lot of the people that were on like War of the Worlds two um, like no, don't want that, anything to do clear. with this anymore. 
No, that, that 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 is clear that a lot of those people specifically don't want to do it anymore. But there are a lot of other people who still want to come on. And that's um, that's really when like we really saw like a lull in the casting pool in total agents. Or just a big change because it seemed like more like a, it, it is nuts looking back at War of the Worlds one and Josh is the one rookie from that season who's still hanging around. Yeah, he's the only one right now. He's the only, and he's the only, like I would be uh, like. I would not at all be surprised. In fact, I probably would be surprised if any of the other ones were casted at this point. So, yeah, I mean, that's everybody. Again, I I think that this male cast, unfortunately, it's just like, we'll just have to see what happens. It's just not a lot of information so far. It's unfortunate that, that um, Mark Byron is not on it because I had by far the most notes on him outside of Tom. Yeah, sorry, man. Wow. All right. Let's do it. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we're going to cut this right now for upcoming content. We're going to do an episode later in the week about uh, this will probably be a patron only episode about uh, the rumored cast for, or not even rumored. We cast, should say a rumored availability, availability, calls, availability calls that went out. These people, so, yeah, I think we should also touch on call. the other rumored spinoff that's ha- that's supposedly happening. Rumored spinoff it? again. It's just another spinoff that they have some stuff about. About what? What is it? I don't know it's, what you're I, talking about, actually. Oh, you yeah, don't no know. Idea well, so there's been some. There's been some uh, fluttering that there's going to be another spinoff. It's going to be sort of another champs versus type show. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm all in on champs versus. I I love two out of three of the seasons. So, yeah, um, I would be. I I still think it would be interesting to do like champs versus fans and just try to find fans of the show. I, I do not see it. that happening. They will get massacred, but it would be interesting at least. I mean, think about it like this. That's really what helped out Survivor. You know what I mean? The when fans they started versus fundament- favorite seasons and stuff, when, yeah. No, not that. No, no. So when they actually when started, they started casting real fans, because like, yeah, when they actually fans favorites aren't always fans. When they actually started to cast people, that. when they actually started to cast people that knew what they were doing on the show, because they went from the the Macter seasons where they were just ca- casting model actor people to seasons where they actually got people who watched the show, knew how to play the game, and had some sense of what was going on. Um, mm-hmm. And that's going to be an issue. I mean, that's going to be an issue with a lot of these people that come on here, right? Like most of these people, like, are going to like be trying to figure out how to like tie their shoelace the first couple of days. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it is going to be interesting to see how much we'll do any sort of scouting. Yeah, because I, I mean, mean these people are different things. Where like I, I supposedly Turbo researched a lot before he came on, versus like some other people, like Kyle had no clue what he was doing when he came on. So, yeah, that's that's another interesting question. All right. For sure. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. So we're going to come up with that on Thursday, and then we're going to do another one later in the week, which I don't recall off the top of my head what it is. But so we're, we're going to do a couple more this week. Thanks for listening, and have a good night. Bye.